Welcome to the Exercise is for Everyone podcast, where we talk about all things related to exercise, regardless of having limitations or not. Our guests provide information, insight, and inspiration to get you moving and keep you going. My name is Wendy Kleinke, and I am your host. So let's get started. All right, welcome. In today's episode of the Exercises for Everyone podcast, we have Natalie Hurdley. I'm really excited to bring Natalie on. Um, She's been my friend for a while now, and she is over in the UK. She is a fitness and nutrition coach with over 15 years of experience, and she's also a power lifter for Team GB. Natalie, welcome to the podcast. I know we've been trying to get the time scheduled. I'm so glad that we could finally get it together. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm really excited as well. (laughs) Oh, good, good. I'm really excited to talk to you just because you've got such great experience um, in, you know, the fitness and health world. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? Okay, sure. Um, So I grew up in sport. um, So it was a natural progression for me to go into something like coaching. I always thought I would be a sports coach, though. And then when I entered the gym, I just fell in love with it. And I thought I can help people in the gym, whether it's with sports or just with their life, rather than just people in a sport. So I decided to stick to the gym and use my sporting background and my sporting knowledge to add an extra layer to my personal training business. Nice. What what type of clients do you work with? Like, who do you help? Oh, because I've been in the game so long, so many different people. But I I would say that the the majority of people that I help are busy businesswomen looking to lose weight, gain energy, and improve their sleep. Nice. What is, what ways do you help them with that? Do you help them, you know, like, especially like, tell me a little bit about how you help them with their sleep. Um, the first thing I always do with people is have a look at their nutrition because I'm a big believer in 80% nutrition and 10% exercise. And even though people come to me initially for exercise, I try and get them to concentrate on the on the 80% before the 20%. Sometimes they'll listen, sometimes they won't. Um, So in terms of that, it all links in. And if they want results, sleep is a massive part of it. If you're not resting and recovering, then the likelihood is you're not going to get the results that you're after. Sleep is essential. What are some of the tips that you share with your clients to help them sleep a little bit more um it's mainly down to relaxing the mind so you're not overthinking a to-do list what haven't I got done or worrying stressing about things um I do recommend people who are struggling to sleep I do recommend that they have a look into magnesium supplements magnesium tablets um usually because that helps with their sleep. Obviously, if they're not lacking in magnesium, then I don't recommend that. But I do ask them to go and get it tested if they don't mind, because that can help a lot of people. And I've had a lot of um, people come back to me and say, since they've started on magnesium, it's helped them get a much better night's sleep. 
So that's been really interesting for me as well. Oh, definitely. I love that you have them go and get tested for it. I, I find that sometimes there's, you know, some just general ideas on there's a lot of misinformation out there. So I, I love it that you're encouraging, you know, your clients to go out and make sure that that's what they need before they start taking just random supplements. Yeah, so absolutely. That- I think the I think I think the supplement industry is massive, but I actually don't think we need supplements. I think if you're deficient in something, then yes, you can find supplementation, but if you're not deficient in it, then why are you taking it? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So what other ways do you help your clients other than helping them just get on the right track with, with their sleep? Um, everything that I do is tailor-made to the individual. So I've seen, I'm sure you've seen as well, that a lot of, a lot of people will sell a program, even deliver it one-to-one, and then that person will find out that their friend has got exactly the same routine or exactly the same program. And it doesn't get very good feedback. I I think that every single person is an individual person and they have obviously a unique body to them. So they should be trained and fed unique to them. So that's how I look after people. I get them to kind of explore and get educated on their own body and what their body is telling them. So they can learn what's best for them. And that will be trial and error for quite a while. But I'm going to be there next to them, hopefully, saying, this is what your body's telling you. Have you ever thought about this? How does this make you feel? And we chip away and chip away until we find the right fit for them. How how did that kind of come about in your own life? Like, I know you said that you grew up in sports, but... I find that typically a lot of fitness professionals come to these realizations of the best ways to help their clients through experiences that they had on their own. So did you have someone who helped you figure that out? Um, my coaches when I was in sport were fantastic. Um, I mean, they were horrible at the time, obviously. <laughs> But they were fantastic, and uh, that's what made me want to help people the way I got helped. But my lecturer at college was fantastic as well. She was she was a tough nut to crack, and uh, she she really knew her stuff. So she was a big help for me. But it was just experience that sort of made me turn my business into what it is today. Working with people, learning about them, learning from them and the best way to help them. That's amazing. That That's awesome. So tell me a little bit, what are you doing in your business right now? Like I know we were talking offline just for a few minutes, but you were telling me about what's going on in the UK right now and what you're doing to help your clients. Sure. Um, when <laughs> It's quite funny actually because when we first went into national lockdown, I said to my husband, I said, oh, I'm really looking forward to having some time off because all my business was face-to-face. I said, I'm really looking forward to having a bit of time off so I can do some self-development work and do some courses that I've wanted to do. And then as soon as lockdown happened, all my clients were like, 
can we do online? So I never actually got the time or the break or the little holiday that I was after. But it's a good problem to have. And my online sort of presence has kind of grown from there, from referrals, from being on social media more. So today we've actually gone into our second national lockdown and um, my online business luckily is just growing and growing. So on Monday, I'm starting a 21 day Tabata fitness challenge and it's completely free and it's going to be all over my social media and there's going to be two workouts a day released and they're four minutes each. That sounds like so much fun. I'm going to do that. Excellent. I think you should, definitely. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going Um, to. Like I said, it's completely free. And the only thing I've asked people for is if they could take a little bit of a selfie or do a little post about it, tag me in it. And and that's it, really. Get some exposure out there and help people who haven't really necessarily got the time, the money to spend on equipment or the motivation. So this will hopefully help a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I saw your post this morning about what you're doing for yourself for the lockdown. You recently made a little purchase, hey? (laughs) Yeah. So um, I'm a a powerlifter and I'm not able to train at the moment. My coach is really upset with me. So... um, the equipment here is so difficult to get hold of and everything's gone really expensive in price as well. So I've bought, managed, well, I've managed to get my hands on an Olympic lifting bar and I'm learning to do some weightlifting. Nice. Why is your coach upset with you? Because we, I, I'm supposed to be in a, in a British qualifying competition in December and, uh, we're in the middle of a plan at the moment and he doesn't want me to deviate, but he does understand that I can't get hold of the equipment. And also I need a spotter as well for the lifting that I'm doing and I don't have one. So uh, he does understand. He's just upset with the situation. I see. I understand. So you are a power lifter for Team GB. Why don't you tell us about what that is? Okay, so um, Team GB is... um, the British national team. So it's uh, really amazing being an athlete again and being in a sport that two years ago I knew absolutely nothing about. Um, It's also nice being coached rather than doing all the coaching. It's very exciting. Definitely. That's amazing. That's very exciting. How did you get into that? (laughs) By accident, to be honest. Um, I... I got injured really badly about three years ago. Uh, No, about two years ago. And I started to do some lifting more seriously because I wasn't able to do the training that I usually did because of my injury. Um, And this guy came up to me in the gym and he said, I think you're a really good lifter. Why don't you come and train with us? And I'd seen him in the gym. I'd seen him training a group of people in the gym every day, lifting heavy weights. And I I just said, oh, thanks, but no thanks. And then every month after that, he just came and approached me and he said, come and lift with us, come and lift with us. And I said, no, 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 no. 
Um, and then in August last year, he said to me, I don't understand. You represented your town in a sport. You represented your county in a sport, but you don't want to represent your country in a sport. And I don't understand why. And I laughed and just said, I can't do what you guys are doing for an athlete. I'm old now. And he laughed and he was like, actually, in powerlifting, you're just a baby. So why don't you come and give it a go? And I said, I'm I'm no good. I'm not strong. I can't do powerlifting. And he said, you're a good lifter without a coach. So if you had a coach, imagine how good you could be. So I gave in and said yes. And uh, just over a year later now, and uh, I love it. I'm so glad I said yes. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure he probably struck a chord right there because as a coach and being coached your whole entire life, like, you know the truth in that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's amazing. So you've been doing it for just a little over a year and you're already and you are on this national team. Well, the the guy that approached me in the gym was the Team GB coach. So I kind really? of went straight into training with Team GB. And um yeah, it was quite it was quite strange, but it was amazing as well. <laughs> That's very amazing. Wow. That's I didn't know that. That's very very interesting. How what a compliment. I know, yeah. It's um and you know what it is a big compliment because obviously I was doing something right before in order for him to notice. Right, definitely. Well, and it seems like he was persistently noticing as well. So that's really he was very cool. persistent, yeah. <laughs> that was that's very cool. Do you have any clients that are interested in what you're doing with the power um, I, all of my clients ask me how it's going, what I'm doing. They all ask me about my training and I, I post a lot of my training on my social media because people always ask about how it's going. And funnily enough, when I go to a competition, I get, I do get clients who want to come with me. So I do get clients who buy a ticket and come and watch or ask me to stream it on, on social media so they can watch. So it's really nice. It's 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 really, really nice to be able to talk to them about it. Oh, yeah. It's great to have an awesome support system like that. You know, I mean, you have like a built-in fan base. <laughs> yeah, that's. I suppose that's one way of putting it for sure. <laughs> sure, sure. So let's switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit more about, um, I want to hear a little bit more about this Tabata challenge and how you even came up with this idea. Okay, cool. Um, so <laughs> one of the things that I've never done because I've always been a face-to-face personal trainer is I've never grown an email list. And I started working with a business coach and she couldn't believe it. She was like, oh my God, how how do you not have an email list? And you've been in business for 15 years. And I said, well, when you're, when you're walking a gym floor, why do you need an email list? You're in front of people. You need to just go and say hello to them. You don't need an email. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm working on a project that I'm launching in January and for for that, I kind of need to grow an email list. So 
one of the things I thought about doing was a free fitness challenge. And then with lockdown getting announced, I thought, you know what? People aren't going to be able to get hold of equipment. We've got Christmas coming up. People can't go out for a walk like they did in the summer because it's going to be really wet and really cold. We're going to have dark nights, um, parents, all that, all that stuff. So why not do something that is really short but really powerful that anybody can do? So that's what I've come up with. Yeah, and you know, Tabata is definitely something that anybody can do because it's your own fitness level, right? It's not however hard that your neighbor is working beside you. Absolutely. But it's very challenging because it's like as hard as you can go, you know, <laughs> like Absolutely. as much as you can do. So yeah, so it's, that's great. And it's definitely challenging. And I love it that it's four minutes. Yeah. So the way it's going to work is there's going to be two workouts a day. Um, the first workout is going to be four minutes and it's going to be a full body workout. And then the second workout, again, four minutes is just going to be core based. So if people are already following a training program or they've got equipment at, at home, but they want to just do their abs, they can just do the abs part of it. Um, and then for other people, if they are, again, following their own program or doing online classes, this can just be an addition to their normal routine because it's only four minutes. Well, eight minutes if you do the two. Right. Can you explain to our listeners, I, we have a lot of people that tune in that are not as well-versed in exercise as you and I are. Can you explain exactly what Tabata is? Sure. Um most people have heard of HIIT training and Tabata is just a form of HIIT training. So the general rule is it's 20 seconds worth of exercise with 10 seconds rest and you do eight rounds. So four minutes. What types of exercises do you do? I mean, are they complicated? Are they simple? Are they jumping? Um, there's a mix. The idea is that at the beginning of the 21 days, it's easier. And then over time, it gets harder and harder and harder. But I am putting adaptations of exercises in there as well. So there will be a beginner's version, uh, intermediate version, an advanced version. There will be a version in there where people who do have equipment can incorporate equipment if needed. Um, so people can kind of make up their own mind on how intense they want it to be. And the exercises are all going to be body weight or using something that everybody has in the house, like a bottle of water or something like that. Okay. So are these going to be live videos? Um, some of them, I will be going live with them, but then obviously they'll just be on my page as a recording. So you don't have to join in live because I've got an international audience. It just wouldn't work. So if I don't have time because I'm busy with clients during the day, then I'll I'll post the recording of the video, but there'll also be a recording of the techniques and things like that. And then some days if I've got time, I'll go on live and people can either join in live or just watch the replay. That's awesome. And this is all for free? It's completely free. 
you're amazing. That's so <laughs> awesome. I love yeah, that. I, I, I think that people can get ahead of the holidays this year and why not? Well, and you know, I really think that this, you know, global pandemic has really opened people's eyes to the need for self-care, you know, and this is a great way that you can work on some self-care right in your own home and it only takes a few minutes. And like you said, it's minimal equipment. So there's really no reason not to. Yeah. And the other great thing about it is every single exercise that we do is child friendly. So if your kids want to join in, they can. Now that's, that's amazing. Yep. Do you have a lot of like moms and dads in your client base? Yeah. Um, I train a hell of a lot of moms. Um, funnily enough this year, I've actually trained three pregnant women. (laughs) Actually, that's one of the best things that you can do for labor and delivery is to exercise beforehand while you're pregnant. Yeah. And what, what's, what I found really incredible and it's educated me as well is um, two of the women I, well, three of the women I've trained through pregnancy, one of them's quite early on, but the other two I actually trained up until the week they gave birth. I love seeing pregnant bellies at the gym and the women lifting weights. Like it just, it makes my heart happy. I yeah, it's, it's fantastic, you know, and as we've gone on, the ladies have just said, you know, I'd like to invest in some equipment because I'm not paying for a gym membership. What would you recommend? And I only recommend three pieces of equipment for people to use at home. And they're all a lot cheaper than a gym membership. And they're really, really small. So you don't need a lot of space either to store them. So what, what, what do you recommend? So I recommend a resistance band. Because you can train everything with a resistance band. Um, I recommend a suspension trainer like a TRX. Um, not Probably not a branded TRX because they are quite expensive, but you can get a suspension trainer that's very, very similar for much cheaper. And um, the other thing is an agility ladder. Really? Tell me about the agility ladder. What do you have them do with the agility ladder? The agility ladder is brilliant for cardio and I train a lot of triathletes and it's fantastic for them. So it's a great way to get people's heart rate up, also a great way to get people moving in different planes of motion. So you you train someone who does running or triathlons, they always move and train in a forwards plane of motion, yet if they want to stay injury free, they have to train in different planes of motion. They have to try and move sideways. They need to rotate. They need to protect their hips and their knees by doing this. So the agility ladder encourages them to work on their power acceleration as well as different planes of movements. That's an excellent point. Can you explain a little bit more about training different planes and different angles. Because I do th- I do think that a lot of times um, we get caught up doing our favorite things, especially when it comes to weightlifting. And we don't ever really think about the other angles that are involved. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
for me, there is a reason why children never pull a muscle and it's got nothing to do with age and everything to do with the fact that they don't only move forwards. They move in whatever direction they feel like moving. And that's why they never get injured. They never pull a muscle and their body just works a lot better. That's what I believe. So when we when we get older, we're always told walk properly, walk forwards. We never walk, we never move in different ways unless we do play a sport. So I mean, when was the last time the average person walked sideways or backwards? Probably a long, long time ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's really helpful for, you know, keeping your hips stable is those lateral movements that we don't do very regularly. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So the agility ladder is perfect for that. It's fabric. You lie it down on the floor. The kids can play with it. The dogs can chew it. It doesn't really matter. It's not going to cause anyone any harm. You fold it up, stick it wherever you want to stick it. So it's out of the way. And to get a good workout, you only need five minutes. That's it. Yeah. I mean, and you can just run that down your hallway, you know, I mean, that doesn't take up any room at all. Like you don't really need a lot of space for that at all. I love that. I really like what you were talking about, like with the children, because I think that really rings true. I think a lot of times people will you know, blame their lack of fitness on their age. And really, it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with age. Um, So I really like that you've kind of brought that around to how they move. Like, I've never really made that connection before. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's so relevant to absolutely every person on the planet as well. You know, um, if if you move in different planes of motion as a child, which you probably do, um, then that's the way your body's meant to move. So don't stop, don't stop doing that as an adult because you're just welcoming problems. And you know, I always say to my the the parents that I train as well and the teachers that I train, stop telling your kids off for for walking sideways. Stop telling them off for jumping. Stop telling them off for dancing around because it's actually incredibly healthy for them and their body. Oh, absolutely. Jumping is found to have long lasting um, benefits to your bone density. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So that's, that's definitely right on for sure. For sure. What about the nutrition component? Like you mentioned earlier on that you definitely like to talk to your your clients about the nutrition component. How do you start with that? I mean, do you advise a certain way to eat or a a certain type of, like, I know you take a personalized approach, but how do you break that down with your clients? Um, The way I work with nutrition is um, if it fits your macros, that's the approach that I take because you can individualize it to everybody without too much of a problem as long as they understand what it means and how to do it and that's what I educate them on plus I also believe that a meal plan isn't sustainable because when I get up in the morning I have no idea what I fancy for my breakfast until it's the morning and I'm I'm standing in my kitchen like oh today I fancy bacon and eggs 
the next day I fancy porridge. I if if I don't know what I fancy, how am I supposed to write a meal plan for someone else? You know, so if it fits your macros, allows you to eat what you want, when you want, cook it how you want, as long as you stick within the figures that you're given. And that's why it's sustainable, because you can still go and enjoy your life, enjoy the foods that you want. Do you find that once people understand that, they pretty much stick to it? Yes. Um, what what I find is that people get really worried about it the first couple of weeks, but as soon as they realise that it's actually very simple, then they're they're fine. And then the only questions I tend to get is, I'm going out for I'm going out for a meal. How do I how do I approach that and say, right, okay, you can either just go out and enjoy your meal and try and be healthy for the rest of the day. Or if you want to, you can just fit it in with your macros. So think about what you're going to eat. Think about what's on the menu. Have a look at the menu if you want to do it that way. And then just eat less in the day before you go out for your meal. Um, and then if you do end up going over your calories for that day, we'll turn we'll turn to calorie cycling and we'll take it off your calories for the next day. That's great. Can you explain to our listeners what calorie cycling is? Sure. So if you want to if you want to lose weight, there's only really one way to do it, and that's being a calorie deficit. So you have um, maintenance calories that are individual to you and a calorie deficit. So eating less calories than your maintenance calories is how you lose weight. And if you want to gain weight, you need to be in a calorie surplus. So you get your maintenance calories again and you go into a surplus to build muscle or just gain weight if you want to gain weight. Um, in terms of calorie cycling, if if you're trying to lose weight, for example, and I've put you in a 15% calorie deficit for every single day, and then you go out for a meal on the Friday night, and you say, right, so on the Friday, I am going to be only 5% or 3% in my calorie deficit, and say, right, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to take those calories that you've gone over your consumption and we're going to take them off your next day. So if you've overeaten by 200 calories, we're going to take that off your next day's worth of calories so your week still balances out and fits your figures. Okay, okay. Do you find that your clients pick that up pretty easily? Yes, they do. Um, It's the, the... I'd say the the hardest part about it is getting in, getting them into a habit of tracking in the first place because people don't want to track their food. But this is why I like to this is why I like to train business owners because how do you get a successful business? You track your figures because if you don't track your figures, you'll probably end up in debt or bankrupt or with a very very failed business. So if you then put that onto your body and you say, right, okay, if you don't track your figures in your business, how do you know what's working and what isn't? 
same with your body. If you're not tracking your figures with your body, how do you know what's working and what's not working? And then how do you know what to change if you're not tracking? Oh, that makes complete sense. I can see why they would pick it up quickly is because you're speaking to them in their language. So I try to. Sometimes it takes longer uh, than others, but that's just everybody is an individual. And I like to believe I've got a lot of patience, so it's not really a problem. That's good. You mentioned that you were getting ready to um, launch something at the first of the year. What is? What are you launching? <laughs> so uh, in January, I'm going to be doing um, a five-day free fitness group, and that's going to be five days of basically teaching you about exercise and nutrition and I'm going to have a little Facebook group where people can come in and it's going to be completely free and I'm going to go live every single day and I'm going to give you a task every day for five days I'm going to there's going to be bonus tasks there's going to be prizes and I'm going to do that at the beginning of January and then as soon as that's finished I am going to be launching an online fitness academy and that's my project that I'm working on that sounds fantastic. So you're doing all these free things. You've got first you've got this 21-day fitness Tabata challenge yeah. that people can do for free. And then you have a 5-day fitness group where you're going to teach all about the things that we've been talking about, the fitness and the nutrition and the sleep and all of those things. And you're also going to be offering an online academy. Now I'm sure that that's probably not going to be free cuz an academy sounds like a little bit of a bigger commitment. Yeah. Um, but that's what are you going to offer in that? Like you don't have to get into all the details if you don't want to, but I would love for you to tell us about it. So the Online Fitness Academy is going to be a platform for people who want to learn how to understand their own body, but they don't want to or they can't afford the one-to-one coaching. So my idea is to create a safe environment for people to come in, share share their story, share their um, lack of education on exercise, their struggles with their body, and then I can ed- re-educate them on uh, fads that are going around, how to calculate your calories, how to calculate your macros, why you would calorie cycle, why you would do intuitive eating or reverse dieting. And um, the academy is going to be full of exercise plans. There's going to be a section for gym exercise plans. There's going to be a section uh, purely for runners, triathletes, swimmers. There's going to be a section for people who just want to train at home with equipment, just want to train at home with no equipment. There's going to be hundreds of workout videos in there that are just going to be available for the members to click on as and when they want to do them. And then there's going to be all these um, documents and all these um, research tools to educate them on how to look after their own body for them for that time of their life. Wow, that sounds amazing. That sounds like a whole, that sounds way better than a gym. Yeah, that's good. it's going to be a monthly <laughs> subscription basis. Um, but it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be a lot more 
affordable for people than probably the one-to-one coaching. And it's all about getting educated and getting rid of the fluff that's all over social media and zoning in on what's important for you to get your results. And I'll be very active in the group. I'm going to be doing live Q&A sessions in there. I'm going to be running boot camps in there as like bonuses for people. Um, But really, everything they want will be at the touch of a button for them to do that fits their plan, their, their schedule and their plans. That sounds amazing. So, wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds like amazing. I'm so excited for you and the people that are going to sign up for that. That sounds incredible. And what what I love about it is the fact that it can be international. You know, one of the things that's always frustrated me in my career is that my clients have referred me to people, but the people aren't local or um, they can't afford one-to-one personal training or they've had family that have moved abroad and they don't know what to do. They need help where now I'm online and we have the technology now. Everybody has Wi-Fi now. Um, I can actually help a lot more people without putting in too many hours myself. That's great. I mean, Natalie, you have such a great education and you've got such a great way with people. I love it that you are opening yourself up and, you know, stretching yourself so that you can help more people. I think that's just wonderful. I mean, a lot of times people, you know, we can get really boxed in into, you know, what we're what we're doing and it's really wonderful that you're stretching yourself so that you can help as many people as possible. I would love for you to share with us how people can get in touch with you if they would like to, you know, find out more about your challenges or, you know, participate in the 21 day fitness challenge you've got coming up or the one that you have coming up in January. Where can people find you? Sure. I'm I'm all over social media. My business page is NH Personal Training. You can email me. Um nhpersonaltraining at outlook.com but really the best way to keep on top of what I'm doing and to join in with any of the challenges is just follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, any of those platforms really. Excellent. So I will put all of those links in the show notes. So if you want to, you know, just pop into the show notes, you'll be able to find her right from there. Natalie, this has been a great conversation. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Thank you very much for having me. I've really enjoyed it. Really appreciate it. Thank you. One more thing before you go. As a fitness professional, I have a great love of exercise and a passion that there always be a space for people to get together and enjoy the types of exercise that they love. If you're interested in learning tips and strategies to help you build a fitness community of your own, please join us on Facebook. We have a free group called The Lifted Community where we talk about these ideas. Just search The Lifted Community on Facebook. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. 